Hello, and this is Taylor Brothers Sports Mania. Let's talk sports. And so this is the day after the Final Four. Um, a very interesting Final Four, might I add. And it was, there was a lot of drama. All right, so we'll talk about the first. We'll go ahead and talk about the first game where it was Kansas versus Villanova. Kansas won 81 to 65. And it was a very, very hard-fought game for Kansas. But Villanova did not put up a chance at all. I mean, honestly, I mean, that might be because one of their key players was was hurt. But, I mean, Kansas looked very dominant. I mean, they were strong on the inside. They didn't really let up. But they could also hit threes. Like, I mean, they were knocking down a lot of shots. And Villanova... They went on a run, and it looked like Villanova might come back. They got down to six with like five minutes left, but they couldn't. They couldn't do it, and uh, you know, um, I mean, Kansas led the whole game. You know, they never Villanova never led, so that's just a shocking stat. Um, if you look, David McCormick led Kansas in scoring. But uh Wilson also played well. Had a double double, you know, played really well. Um I think yeah, I mean Kansas's bench played really well too. Just going in there and you know, letting up, playing some minutes, even though they only had five bench points. And Nova their top scorer was Colin Gillespie with seventeen. You know, it kind of sucks for him. Head to the draft. Could have made the championship. But yeah, their bench only had three. It was a very fast game, though. I remember watching it. It was kind of crazy. But now let's move on to the game that we all knew was going to be the big game. Possibly Coach K's final game. And uh, it was Carolina versus Duke. Again, first time ever in the NCAA tournament. And boy, we were all pumped for it. We were all just, you know, waiting for it, and uh, it, it was it was a fun game. All right, I'm I'm gonna tell you guys the score last because the score was shocking. Armando Baycott got hurt though, so I mean that sucks for Carolina, you know, and him. But uh, Caleb Love led the Tar Heels with 28 points, and Carolina only had two bench points. The game that was crazy. So, I mean, that's why, you know, that could have cost them. And then Duke, their leading scorer was Paulo Bancaro with 20. But Trevor Kills had 19 coming off the bench, which was crazy. And now I'll have to say the final score. Carolina 81, Duke 77. I know, it sucks for Coach K, losing his last game. I mean, I thought they would win the championship. But, um, you know, he lost his first game ever at Duke to North Carolina. Seems kind of fitting. He's lo- he'd lose his last game in North Carolina, but um, I mean Duke led most of the game too. It was just a back and forth game the whole time. And Caleb Love, I mean Duke was down one with like twenty eight seconds left, and Caleb Love hit a clutch three to take to go up by four, and then Duke goes down, hits a got fouled, yeah, and uh, could have hit free throws. I mean, yeah, it just sucks. It honestly does for Coach K, but 
they fought hard. They did. And um, now, so the championship is set. Kansas versus Carolina. Hubert Davis has done an amazing job in his first year at North Carolina. I mean, midseason, people were thinking of firing him. And then he came on, you know, late postseason. They've just played so well. And I think, you know, I had Duke winning in my bracket. I had him winning it all. But, you know, I thought Duke would end up pulling it out because I've seen crazier stuff from Mike Krzyzewski with, uh, you know, Christian Leitner, all that stuff. But I was honestly shocked. And I was more shocked than when Carolina beat Duke at Duke. I mean, I just, I feel horrible for Coach K. I kind of wish it was the other way around. But, you know, it happens. And I think, now let's talk about the championship matchup. Kansas versus Carolina. Um, Now, Baycott will be, you know, a big decision, you know. And Hubert Davis said, his post-game interview, he was like, some reporter asked him, is Baycott going to play? He, and, I mean, Hubert Davis was like, oh, he's gonna, he's playing. I don't care if he just stands there, he's playing. I mean, I love Hubert Davis. His sense of humor is amazing. And I agree with him. He needs Baycott. Like, Baycott had 21 rebounds against Duke. And he, I mean, he he's probably the reason they won because he ended up, you know, he ended up getting those tough rebounds that, you know, some guys couldn't get. But um, but then Kansas, it's kind of hard to say about them because we saw so little defense from Villanova that, you know, now I'm like, I think Kansas can win it all easily. But I also think Carolina, they're just riding this wave of energy. I mean, honestly... I think Kansas will probably pull it out because of how they did and like how they played the physical the physicality of Kansas is just going to overpower Carolina just because just because I I kind of think I mean ending up McCormack the matchup of the game will be McCormack versus Baycott if Baycott's full strength and if not, it'll be McCormick versus Manic, and that's that's gonna be it. But you know, I think my prediction is Kansas coming on top. And so now we'll switch gears and talk about some NFL free agency, and it has been wild. Deshaun Watson got traded to the Browns. I mean, like really, the Browns? He still got those twenty-two civil lawsuits against them. Which, I mean, still hasn't figured out those. Um, You know, I think the Browns, I mean, he also, I mean, not Baker, uh, Deshaun Watson has a four-game suspension. So that's why the Browns have not traded Baker Mayfield yet. I think the Browns are in good shape, also getting Amari Cooper. But, you know, I mean, teams have gotten set up for success and then totally failed. Now let's talk about my Dolphins. They got Tyreek Hill for a few picks. And now Tua, Tua said in a press conference, he's like, all right, we got no more excuses. All right, we have all the players we need. We have a good offense. We have a good defense. 
we have no more excuses. We need to we need to win because we have all the talent surrounding us. They also have Jalen Waddle at wide receiver. They have two of the fastest guys in the NFL right now playing wide receiver, so it's going to be hard to guard those guys. So all eyes are on Tua next season for the Dolphins. See if he can now play up to his height. Um, you know, and let's see. Also, Devontae Adams going to the Raiders. That was a big trade. Um, but yeah, you know, it's been interesting. Russell Wilson heading to the Broncos. Uh, Bobby Wagner going to the Rams. There have been some really big stuff. I mean, really, really big. And then also Colin Kaepernick saying he's ready to come back. So, you know, I think, I think if I'm the Seahawks, because you you've just traded Russell Wilson, your star quarterback, who you've always like always loved, and now your quarterback was basically you have Drew Locke, okay, Drew Locke. He's not very good, but um, I think I go get Kaepernick, and if you can't get Kaepernick, you have to get someone in the draft. Like, if you don't get someone in the draft, you're not going to be a team next year. You're not going to have a team that was can compete with anyone else. But, you know, and there are all these teams. Now, I don't know what the Chiefs are going to do. I have no earthly idea what they're going to do. They signed Valdez Scanting and Juju Smith-Schuster. Okay, what? But they just lost their speediest guy ever like, speediest guy in probably the history of the franchise. And, I mean, it's just, like, I know Tyreek Hill won it out, but, like, that was wild. I was shocked when I heard the news. But, um, you know, it's crazy. And also, hey, we're going to have a new team name next year. We got the Washington Commanders. I, I kind of like the Commanders, you know. It's a good name. There were some other ones, like the Wolfpack that I liked. I wanted them to be the Wolfpack, personally. But, you know, didn't happen. But I just think that, you know, Commanders is a good name. I mean, that's all I can say, really. I, I don't. I saw the uniforms. They're fine. They're not, there's nothing special about them. But the logo's fine. I think it'll be a fine team, for the, team name for the next while. But... You know, I'm thinking, everyone's asking me, like, who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl next year? There's no heavy favorite anymore. Now that the Packers lost Devontae Adams, I mean, the Rams, I guess, again, they I, they have a good chance at repeating. The Packers got, you know, Aaron Rodgers, obviously. You know, Seahawks, I mean, not the Seahawks, Broncos. Honestly, I think they have a really good shot. They have had a great defense last year. And, I mean, now with Russell Wilson... I think that could be one of the best teams, you know, in the AFC. The Patriots, even. They got Devontae Parker on a trade from Miami. But also the Bills, you know, having Vaughn Miller, that's going to be, you know, I think it's really up for grabs, honestly. Like, even a team like the Dolphins could sneak into the playoffs, cause some chaos like Tennessee did a few years back. But, you know, it, it really depends you know, on how well teams can manage their stars. Because we've seen teams, kind of like the Chiefs, you know, have all these stars, you know, and everyone's thinking they're going to win the Super Bowl. No doubt. No doubt they're going to win the Super Bowl. And then 
all these stars get competitive with each other for whether it's making the Pro Bowl, making most money, making the most receiving yards or whatever. And then it starts to be a rivalry rivalry within the team. You can't have that. You like from a coaching standpoint, you really can't have that. Um so yeah, so that's what some of it's gonna be, you know. Other parts are gonna be you know, how old this league is getting. I mean, if you look, a lot of guys retired in the past, or not a lot of guys retired, but, like, in the past five years, some of the greatest of all time have been retiring. We thought Brady was retiring. He didn't. But uh, Ben Roethlisberger, Peyton Manning, you know, Eli Manning, those are some of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, in my opinion, per in my personal opinion. But... You know, it's kind of like the end of an era. Once Brady retires and Russell Wilson retires, I think, and Aaron Rodgers, it'll be the end of an era because these guys have dominated the league for quite a few years now. And, I mean, Brady, I think he should just go ahead and retire. You know, he fooled us retiring, fake retiring. He gave us an early April Fool's joke. I mean, I just just kind of am over Tom Brady right now. I mean, he also stole the show, the Super Bowl. I mean, he announced it right before the Super Bowl. So, it's just, it's kind of, if you're going to announce it, announce it a few weeks after the Super Bowl. You know, he kind of stole the spotlight. And I don't like guys to do that. Because he, and also, like, he's going to get hit by, like, some of these guys like Aaron Donald or someone who are, like, insanely big, and he's 44, 45, whatever, like, he, he, people's bodies can't take that much for that long, and he's older than most of the coaches, I mean, he was older than both the coaches in the Super Bowl, like, that's, that should tell you something, that should tell you when you're ready to go, you know? I think, in Aaron Rodgers even, I think he's kind of realizing, hey, it's almost my time to retire and do something else. And Brady would have had all the chances to do something else with football. He could have been an announcer. He could have been an analyst. He could have been a coach. There are so many opportunities for him. It's so disgusting to me. Like, you know, he he just can't take not being in the spotlight. And you, you got to, you know, step away from the game. He's going to get hurt. Nobody wants to see a guy hurt. But, you know, I mean, it's just, it's just, I wish he would do, I wish he would retire. But I just, I think, like I was saying, the the league's getting a little old. Some of the guys, some of the coaches that you know and love are getting old. Some of the players like Brady. You know, it even guys like Antonio Brown, I know he I don't know what he's doing anymore. He's a rapper, I think. But, you know whatever he's doing, he he's gone. I think he's not coming back to the league after what he did in Tampa Bay with running off the field. Um I just you know, Antonio Brown used to be like everyone thought he'd be the next Jerry Rice. Odo Beckham Junior even. I think he's on the Packers now. I mean Odell's hopping around the league. And, I mean, that's kind of when you know you're about to retire, when you're hopping around the league, about to, you know, 
like, he stayed at the Giants for so long, then he went to the Browns for, like, three years. Then he goes to the Rams, then he goes to the Packers. So that's a sign of retiring, when you go to, like, that many hops at a time. Like, he was traded last season to the Rams, then hops with the Packers. Like, so that's a sign of retiring, about to retire. So, you know, it's just, it's, I think some of these guys that we know and that we've known and loved for these years are getting ready to retire and do something else. But now let's talk about the draft with all these new kids possibilities, you know, like, it's a very heavy wide receiver draft, you know, with Chris Olive, Garrett Wilson, you know, Jameson Williams, John Mechie, two of my Bama boys um, right there, Drake London. There are a lot of wide receivers that could go in the first round. Um, there are also a lot of defenders that are very, very good. Aiden Hutchison, you know, Kevin uh, I can't pronounce his name, the Oregon guy. Uh Kyle Hamilton, the safety. I mean, it's going to be a really fun draft to see, you know, where these guys will go. And also, my other Bama guy, Evan Neal, the offensive lineman, they're projecting him as a top three pick. So, you know, it's just pretty cool seeing all these new faces, and I love it, you know. I really do love seeing new guys in the NFL all the time, you know. And I can't wait till guys like Bryce Young get in there. Because he, Bryce Young, Heisman winner, you know, he's going to do stuff in the NFL. Um, And I, we're already getting excited for college football, man. I mean, it's still like three or four months away. But, you know, that that's the time of my life, you know. College football is the greatest sport ever invented. I mean, I like it more than NFL because, you know, it's college. You know, there's so much more emotion. But I do kind of hate it when my friends ask me, do you think the best team in college football would beat the worst team in the NFL? And I always say no. Because, I mean, all those guys in the NFL played in college. They all got to the NFL. 2% of college athletes go pro. So that's just something to think about. But what do I know, you know? You're just here listening to me, see what we can find out. But this is it this time, you know. I'm going to try and post more. I've been really busy with a lot of stuff. But, you know, we'll see. I'm going to try to get this thing back. I used to post, like, every other week. Now I don't. But uh, I'm trying to get back to that every other week thing. So I will see you all next time. And go Kansas. I think they'll win.